Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is written for us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, beginning at the 15th verse. Through Jesus, therefore, let us constantly offer to God a sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of lips that confess his name. And do not forget to do good and share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, these are your words. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Please be seated. In Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed. Last night when I got home and I walked into the kitchen, I noticed a mango in our fruit basket. And I had seen it there since Tuesday, but I hadn't touched it. Last night when I saw it there, I, I reached out and grabbed it. and I could tell by the touch that it was ripe. I quickly got a knife and cut one cheek off for my wife and the other cheek for me and the seed for me. I bit into that mango and it was juicy. It was sweet. And after the soft flesh was gummy enough that I could swallow it, that distinct mango flavor lingered on my tongue. It was delicious. It was the best mango I've had in a long time, and it may be the best mango I've had in America. <laughs> it was good. You could ask my wife, I'm a bit of a mango snob. I have many childhood memories of picking up a ripe mango from under the tree on a hot summer's day. I wasn't as refined as a kid, so I'd just bite into it, tear off the flesh and have that sticky, flesh-covered seed and just bite into it. The juice would be running over my lips and down my chin, all over my hands. It was a mess. A delicious, sweet mess. I love mangoes. So why all this talk of fruit? The mess flowing over my lips and down my chin. Well, I want you this morning to taste and see that the Lord is good. And that the fruit of your mouth now is going to be changed into this, this sweet nectar that runs out of you and from you and to others. The fruit of your lips is for God. This part of the, the book of Hebrews has followed a, a section, just the verses before, speaking about the sacrifice of Jesus, that his blood sanctified us to be his own people. 
And in response then, through Jesus, we're to have this sacrifice, this constant, continual sacrifice of praise flowing from our lips, confessing the name of our God. So the fruit of your lips is to confess the name of our God. When we typically use that, that term, name, we mean what do you call something. But in the, the Bible, the, the word means much more than simply what you call something. It's connected with its reputation. It's connected with its characteristics. We see this in the Old Testament when God went before Moses. We're told that the Lord proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, compassionate and merciful, slow to anger. God didn't just reveal to Moses his name. He revealed his characteristics. So when we confess the name of the Lord, it's not just what we call him. We're to confess, confess what he is. That he is a holy and righteous God. That he is a gracious and merciful God. That's how God wants us to use our lips. But how do you use yours? I know if I were to look closely at the words that I have spoken through my life, it's far from sweet, holy nectar. We use our mouth for profanity. We use our mouth to tell crude and disgusting jokes. We use our mouth even to confess the name of the Lord, but not in blessing, but in empty and cursing ways. And that's only the words that escape our mouth. What about the words of our mind and our heart? If you think that just because you've hidden those words from the people around you, you've hidden them from God, you're lying to yourself. He hears those thoughts as clearly as if you were shouting them from the mountaintops. So how have you used your lips? But you have been sanctified. You know, Isaiah the prophet struggled with that very thing about his lips. We're told that when he was given that, that vision of God in heaven, he said, woe is me, I am ruined 
For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And in that account, one of the angels in heaven took a coal from the altar in heaven and touched Isaiah's lips and atoned for him, took away his guilt. That's a picture of what Jesus was doing for you in the shedding of his blood. He was cleansing you from all of your sins. The sins on the inside and the sins on the outside. And through Jesus, life, death, and resurrection, you are clean. Your sin is taken away. You are sanctified. You have been made holy and set aside for holy use. That you would offer the fruit of your lips now as a constant sacrifice of praise to the God who loves you. And has forgiven all of your sins. Oh Lord, open my lips that I may declare your praise. God wants you to taste and see just how good he is. And then to confess his name, to tell people. What he has done for you and for all people. This letter written for the Hebrews or to the Hebrews was not just for pastors. And yet the word that is confessed here is usually used in a public sense. And it's speaking of you and all Christians that you would publicly be declaring the name of the Lord, revealing his attributes to those around you. And the writer even gives us guidance in how to do that. He says, doing good. And this translation, the EHV says, to share with others. But the, the Greek word there actually is fellowship. Holding people in common, especially those who are united with us in faith. So doing good to all reveals who God is. Being gracious and merciful to those who hurt us reveals who God is. Holding close, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ bearing them in their weaknesses, lifting them up in their trials, that reveals who God is. Because it reveals exactly what God has done for you. He's been gracious and merciful to you. He has used His mouth to declare His love to you, not to speak curses, but to bless you. He's lifted you up in difficult times and carried you through adversity and trial. 
And he promises that he'll never leave your side until you're safely with him in heaven. May God open our lips so that flowing from them is the fruit of praise that he deserves and desires. And may he change us inside and out that we would confess his name so that others too rejoice in what he has done for them. God grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we humbly approach your throne of grace through the blood of your dear Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray that you would forgive all of our sins. Forgive us all the times that we have used our lips in ungodly ways, cursing instead of blessing, speaking impurity instead of purity. We pray also that you would forgive the sins of our heart and our mind. Cleanse us truly in his blood and thoroughly in his blood. Change us inside and out and make us into the holy people you desire. Father, we pray that you would bless us as your children. Guard and protect us this day and also. Send your holy angels to watch over us, to defend us from all of the attacks of the evil one. And preserve us in our faith until we're finally with you in heaven. To these ends, bless us in Jesus' name. Amen.